Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Cracking the love code. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Though I feel like a complete idiot when I'm trying to solve one, ciphers have always been something completely interesting and totally mysterious to me. The fact that humans can create a code and other humans can spend years, even decades, trying to solve it is mind-boggling. And even further, some codes are never solved at all. The contents of ciphers, too, can contain information that lives and livelihoods are hinged upon— or can mean absolutely nothing, a brain game, a puzzle for the sake of solving a puzzle. They can be everything or nothing at all. This paradox of cipher and code making is the foundation of what we're talking about today, the Dorabella cipher, a code that could be nothing or everything and is still in the process of being cracked. A mystery hundreds of years in the making, today we're talking about the mysterious Dorabella cipher. It all begins with a young woman named Dora Penny, Dora was born in 1874 and never knew her mother, who died just six days after her birth. In 1895, Dora's father remarried, and as expected, Dora's stepmother brought some of her friends into their social circle, Caroline and Edward Elger. The Elgers were high-class people, or at least Caroline was. She was an author born into nobility, and Edward was a composer. Caroline had been one of Edward's musical students, and the two had hit it off and got married. In July of 1897, the Penny family invited Edward and Alice Elgar to stay with them for a couple of days, and the couple took them up on the offer. Despite having married well, Edward Elgar himself was kind of a deadbeat for his time, a 40-year-old music teacher who had yet to write a successful piece of music, one that would have him break through to being a successful composer. Alice, on the other hand, was a great author before she even met her husband, and her family, though supportive of the marriage, believed she married below her class. In my opinion, of course, she did. But Alice was in love, and after they married, she dedicated her life to furthering her husband's career. In her diary, she later admitted, quote, The care of a genius is enough of a life work for any woman. Oof, that one hits hard. The Elgers and the Pennies met up in Wolverhampton, about 130 miles north of England, to summer. Almost immediately, Edward was smitten by Dora, who was at the time a bright, personable, and funny 22-year-old. I'm sure to the frustration of Alice, Edward and Dora remained friends for the rest of the composer's life. Elgar even named Variation 10 of his 1899 variations on an original theme, Enigma, Dorabella, as a dedication to Dora Penny. 
On returning to their home on July 14, 1897, Alice wrote a letter of thanks to the Penny family. In the letter envelope, Edward Elgar inserted his own note, addressing it to Miss Penny, and signing his name and the date. The note is three rows of squiggle-like lettering, a cipher, made by Edward, for presumably Dora. Dora, receiving this strange message with all these squiggly lines, this strange code, didn't know what to do with it and didn't get around to solving it. Edward's code sat in a drawer for 40 years, only becoming known to the public when Dora had it reproduced in her memoir about Edward, called Edward Alger, Memories of a Variation, in 1937. It probably goes to show that they were close, that they continued to be close, considering that book. In any case, at some point, the original note was lost. In her memoir and publicly, Dora claimed that she had never been able to read the note, which she assumed to be some kind of cipher to her, to her family, or maybe to both. The Dora Bella cipher is not the only document by Algar that contains the strange, semicircular, squiggly lettering. At a concert in April 1886, over 10 years after writing the note to Penny, he annotated a concert program with 18 similar characters, followed by an underscore. This note became known as the Litzt Fragment. The symbols also appear in a 1920s notebook owned by Elgar, along with diagrams resembling clock faces on Edward's solution to a cryptographic challenge set in Pall Mall magazine in 1896. Again, no solution has ever been found to the Dorabella cipher, but of course there are lots of theories as to what it says, what it means. Could it contain a clue to one of his musical compositions? A clever quote from Shelley or Shakespeare? A pickup line from a creep to a 22-year-old? We have limited information, but enough for some interesting theories and trajectories. We'll talk through some of them after the break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish, or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, hello, how are you? How are you doing? How's it going? Hello, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going out there? Out there. Out there? I love it when you're out there and we're up hard. yonder. (laughs) <laughs> yonder uh yonder mountain range and farm and fleet and fleet and farm no it's my brain soup yes it is 
On that note, we want to say hello to anyone who's <laughs> listening, supporting us, spreading the good word of Ghost Town as the year is coming to a crashing halt. crumbling halt. Yes. <laughs> what a year. 2023. Did you ever go back and look in your like old uh, resolutions or planners and you're like, this is the year. I always write that. And then like I went back in my old one this year and I was like, whoa, woof. How far off does not? I was deliriously off. Wow. Embarrassingly so. Anyway. No, I totally, I just totally rocked. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, did everything and a little bit more. Wow. Um, I'm just going to be bummed out next year. I'm going to have less to do. That's going to be crazy. You you uh, knocked off all those resolutions, like every goal you had. And then you even like yeah. wrote stuff in at the bottom that you're like, this is crazy, but like yeah. just might work. Yeah. And it did. Damn. So. Wow. Um, I guess, uh, but other than that, I'm just humble. So <laughs> grounded, humble. Yeah, that yeah. is was uh, was first and last on the list. Amazing, amazing. Um, well, you know, it was on my list. Damn, what, what? Saying what's up to the ghost town government. Oh, checking it off. Yep. Check, 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 and check. We want to say hello to a couple of mayors. Oh yeah, they got some New Year's resolutions too. Yeah, let's hear them. You know that. I assume I assumed so, but that's their business. This person's resolution involves saving five dollars a month by not getting one coffee out and then in seven thousand years buying a house with the savings. Incredible. That that would be Marissa that would be Marissa Rothernell. Hello. This resolution is a classic. Let's see. Uh, Wait, I just... Is your audio recording... Does it have a red button in the middle of its recording or not? Mine doesn't have a red one. Okay, mine does doesn't yours? either. No, good. Okay. okay, great. So that is good, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, this will be short enough. Yeah, because the, the counter's going. Yeah. This person's resolution is a classic, and that is to shop until they drop. Yeah, mm. they're going to shop so much, it nearly kills them. Oh, my God. I'm intrigued. Okay? <laughs> Corporations, money, cash, shopping, consume. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And proud of it. Good. That, that's Matthew Clemens Larray. Hello. This person's resolution is to travel around their neighborhood, make a few friends. <laughs> I don't that's know, great. check in maybe. Maybe yeah. that's a little that's a little trip you can make. Yeah, God forbid. Do don't go big. Everything's right in your backyard. Pet a dog. Say hello to a neighbor. Pet a do neighbor. Something nice. Pet a neighbor. Yeah, get your hands all over that neighbor. Well, that's Kelly Meehan. Hello. This person's resolution is to get more upset about people's posts on social media. <laughs> Haven't been upset enough. Been pretty chill. Been pretty relaxed. No, they want to get pretty evenly keeled. Up, worked getting it, up. Getting getting it too easy, and they're just looking to get that blood pressure boiling. Amazing. That'd be Cat Joselle. Hello. 
this person's resolution is to take all those holiday gift cards. It's like a dollar, <laughs> 75 cents, $8. Put them all together, right? Get all the money, put them mm-hmm. in one big gift card, and buy a house. Love it. You ever heard that one before, right? Love Gotta that for you. That's my hustle and grind right there. Why don't, you just, why don't you just build a house from the gift cards? No. no that's no. not what Emma Hopkins is doing. Okay. Sorry. Uh, did I say Casey Weber yet? No. I don't think so. Okay. This person's resolution is to get some more mileage in, more running. Mm. Running for president of the United States eventually. <laughs> we need you. We need you now. That's Ashley Matson. Hello. This person's resolution is to actually run also for president against <laughs> Ashley Matson. <laughs> no. God, you're taking me on such a journey. <laughs> That's Casey Weber. <laughs> Hello. And then our governor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got one resolution. What is it? More living a life that no one knows what the heck she's doing, <laughs> what's happening, where it's just all I'm private so jet. What is a car? I'm so jealous. What is a car? Goes, what is not champagne? What is not those things? She's like another I Taylor get, Swift I don't want to be told, and I want to figure it out. Like I want to know what it is, but I also I don't want to know what it is, and I just want to make it up in my mind. I know it's like I want to see your tax returns, but also don't ever show them to me. Yeah, or I'm listen, fragile. Maybe if you're a little less selfish, you can be involved in some kind of uh, kind of high profile scam or something. Then we'd have another episode to Ooh, do. Yeah, you think about that. Ooh, and first-hand accounts. Back. Give a little yeah. something back. Give something back to the little people, us. And We're the, the littlest people of them all. <laughs> we really are. But you we know really what? Are. That's our governor. Avian yeah, Noble. Oh, wait, yeah. okay. Let's do it one more time. That's our governor. Avian, Avian Noble. Noble. If you want. Let's just try the Avian Noble one more time uh, on account of one, two, three, then do it. All right. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Avian Noble. If you want no ads, no chit chat, bonus episodes, just the good stuff, head on over to patreon.com slash ghost town pod. We'll have more stuff cooking in there. It's the end of the year, doing some traveling. Ooh, we're, we're gonna have some gifts out. Yeah, we're we gotta get, we we gotta get good, things going. We got some good stuff to uh end this year with. Some good stuff, not bad stuff, good stuff, um, especially for our mayors. And lots of thank yous going out very soon. We really appreciate you. And if you happen to be in the San Diego area, I'll be doing five stand-up comedy shows Ooh. on the weekend of the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Oh. I'll be at the Mike Drop Comedy Club, Madhouse Comedy Club. And if you are in the area and you're going, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram and, you know, whatever. So I'm just not just standing there, like, pretending, drinking a club soda, pretending it's, like, <laughs> a cool vodka or something like that. I'm just trying to – I just want to look like I know some he's, people. He's I used to live in work. San Diego, and yet I just still feel like the most I, – I feel – I feel like an outsider everywhere I go. That's my bad boy image. But, uh, yes, I'll be in San Diego um, doing some stand-up comedy. Amazing. I'll be here in the fetal position. Don't call on me. 
That's not true. Do. Please do. Yeah. I need it. it. Do a welfare check on Rebecca and... uh, (laughs) Could you? And go see some comedy in San Diego. That seems like a good weekend for all of you. Yeah. So you want to get back to this this code, this this love code? (laughs) Let's get back to this love code that can or cannot be cracked. Of course, many musicians, code breakers, and sleuths have tried to crack the Dorabellic cipher and propose theories on what Elgar was trying to say with it, like us. Most have to do with him being into Dora, either as a friend or much, much more. In 1970, musicologist Eric Sams interpreted the message as, starts, Larks, it's chaotic, but a cloak obscures my new letters. A, B, alpha, beta, i.e. Greek letters or alphabets, he's referencing there. And then below, the, the second level of squiggles, I own the dark makes ee sigh when you are too long gone. I won't bore you with kind of the ways that people have gotten from the cipher to the lettering um, and the sentences, but it is very, very complicated and involved. In December 2011, Canadian cryptographer enthusiast Richard Henderson claimed to have cracked the cipher himself, saying that it read, Why am I very sad, Belle? I sag as we see roses do. E.E. is ever fond of you, Dora. I know I pen one I love. All of my affection. That one makes a little bit more sense to me, of course, and it's a little bit more straightforward in its meaning. But still, there's some strange wording, interesting turns of phrase. In July 2020, Wayne Packwood claimed in the Journal of Musical Opinion to have produced a complete decryption. His is, A woman is like chess. One has to make many sacrifices for its queen. It is victory she commands, not do better. Again, also makes perhaps a little bit more sense, maybe speaks to the meaning of, you know, you have to figure out your romantic entanglements and work strategically. But again, if you have any opinions on any of these, please let us know. Javier Atanz has suggested that the solution is not a text at all, but actually a melody. The eight different positions of the semicircles turn in clockwise, corresponding to the notes of the scale, and that each semicircle has three different levels corresponding to natural, flat, or sharp notes. It's a little personal song. Well, that's what it would result in for a young woman who maybe made quite an impression. All of these theories that I've just read are ways of flirting or admitting affection or admitting some kind of you know, doing something bad to someone that Edward probably shouldn't have been admitting anything to. Or people think that it's a prank for a young girl, a joke. Maybe Edward was pranking her when they were visiting and she liked pranks, I guess. Though far-fetched, some people say that the code is actually for Dora's father, who is a spy for the English army. This is unsubstantiated and far-fetched, but still somewhat discussed and very fun to think about. If context helps with your own personal theory around the cipher, you should know that this wasn't the first time Edward reached out to Dora. In that memoir, Edward Elgar, Memories of a Variation, Dora published, along with the cipher, a letter from Elgar. It says, On March 4th, 1987, Edward wrote Dora, Dear Miss Penny, here is some locomotive learning, so much nicer than moldy music. Alice tells me you are warbling vigorously in Worcester once a week, alliteration archaically Norse. I'm very glad, but on second thoughts, as I've never heard you sing, I'm not sure. But perhaps someday, if you're not rushing away, I might arrange to show you over the cathedral organ, K. John's tomb, and the Dane's skin. The Dane is dead. 
By the way, I've taken to die syncing as recreation. Here on the back of this is my parcel post seal. I have to register all my MSS and they will not give a receipt unless they are sealed. So I put this on that my works may be easily distinguished. Kindest regards to everybody. Believe me, sincerely yours, Edward Elgar. And again, that's not translated at all. That just kind of reads weird. It is strange. You know, maybe the written word was, again, not his strength, maybe obviously. But again, to me, it it seems almost as puzzling as the cipher itself. But we know that clearly these two were close, but not close enough for Dora to crack the code. Again, this cipher has never been solved and is incredibly popular among cipher enthusiasts the world over. An interested response to the cipher comes from Keith Massey, a PhD Latin teacher, author, musician, Eastern Orthodox priest from the good old University of Wisconsin-Madison, my alma mater. He says, very cut and dry, that, quote, the Dorabella cipher was indeed a joke that Edward Elgar once played on a young lady. Because she published it years later, it then turned into a joke he accidentally played on all of us who love a good cryptological puzzle. But I believe I've demonstrated in this video, he does this huge video on this, that it is indeed just a joke, and therefore it deserves no further time or energy from any of us. So sorry, Keith Massey, we are spending some extra time and energy on this. But we can't help ourselves, can we? The Dorabella cipher may tell a tale of a secret affair between two unlikely lovers, a weird flirtation, a letter to a secret cohort, a casual letter to a friend of little importance, a prank, or complete fucking nonsense. Regardless of what was said in the Dorabella cipher, the contents are still a total mystery. According to the Cipher Foundation, the mystery of the Dorabella cipher is, quote, neither a whodunit, because Elgar signed and even dated it, nor even a how-done-it, because it seems that we would already have the key to the cipher if it were a cipher. But more like a who-done-what. We still don't know what it is, or even how to try to read it. And for that reason, the Dorabella cipher will likely haunt us for years to come. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.